Well, greetings to all of you and welcome to another episode of The Shakedown, a podcast about corrections for corrections and by corrections. I am Aaron Dawson, glad to be with you yet another week. Glad we have this opportunity to interact and hopefully uh, have some thoughts uh, stirred up or uh, confront some things that need to be confronted, whatever the case may be. I'm glad to be with you, glad that you are listening. And I want to encourage you, if you're enjoying these these podcasts, tell somebody about them. The whole point of doing these podcasts is not just for me to to hear me uh, to hear myself rant about whatever topic it is. Uh, absolutely not. This is the whole reason we're doing this is to take some basic tools, some basic thoughts, some basic information, get it out there to as many people as possible. So if you're enjoying these, get the word out there. Shoot a link to somebody. Um, let them know, hey. Uh, you know, if it is specifically, if it's a specific episode or a specific topic, let them know, hey, man, I've been listening to the shakedown. They, you know, we've been talking about whatever the topic is. You need to check this out. Get the word out there, because if 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 this is not being beneficial, uh, we certainly don't want to be wasting our time when it comes to doing this. So get that word out there. But anyway, I want to pick up uh, where we left off last week. Uh, we've been looking at. Uh, for the last four weeks, talking about from a supervisor's perspective, providing my officers what it is that they need. Because the task, the routine, that's the line officer's job. The line officer, if I'm a supervisor, the line officer is my job. And making sure they have what it is that they need to be able to do their job effectively. Uh, and they have the information. They have the knowledge, they have the training, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so we were talking about uh, the cultural environment last week. We were talking about the cultural environment. And we talked about the environment that we are maintaining, if you will, on our shift or within our agency. Is that environment, that cultural environment, is it conducive to growth? Do our officers have the freedom to grow, to, to learn, to make mistakes? And then we talked about, do they have the freedom to communicate? Do they feel like we are approachable to share with, uh, to share with us any questions, any concerns, any frustrations, any ideas? Is the cultural environment one in which they have the freedom to communicate? So I want to wrap uh, up talking about this cultural environment. And so the third thing uh, that our environment, when we, talk, when we talk about environment, is the cultural environment, is it conducive for our officers to be who they are? What do I mean by that? Well, each of our officers is a unique individual with a unique personality, with unique strengths, with uh, unique experiences. And do we know who it is? First of all, do we know who it is that we have in our agency or on our shifts? Uh, do, or do we take note of? their personality? Do we take note of their strengths? Do we take note of in conversations or in the interview, those experiences? And do they have the opportunity to plug in where their unique personality strengths, those unique attributes can play an effective role? Um, For example, when when we talk about uh, personality, especially, 
Um, and without going into a whole full diatribe on, on personality, but at a basic level, there's some folks that they're, they're extroverted. What gets them going and what they enjoy and what they love is that personal interaction. They love that interacting with people. That is what gets them. That's what keeps them crunk for the shift. And then you have those that they're more introverted and in some cases extremely introverted. Uh, they're okay if they don't talk to people at all. They'd much rather deal with paperwork or data or, or um, you know, computer work, make, you know, records, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. At a basic level, the tasks that are in our facility, if I have two officers assigned to a housing unit, one of those officers is responsible for paperwork and making sure the inmates are logged in the computer where they're supposed to be, uh, making sure that activity logs and, and so forth and so on are all being done properly. And I have another task that involves an officer interacting with inmates for the majority of the shift. Which position am I going to put the extrovert in and which position am I going to put the introvert in? If I put the extrovert responsible for all the computer work and the paperwork, and that's the, that's all they get to do, that's going to be a problem. And if I take the introvert and I say, nope, you're going to be on the floor, you're going to be interacting with these inmates, the whole shift. Sooner or later, that's going to be a problem. Now, we understand sometimes that's going to happen. Your personality doesn't doesn't negate the fact that this task or this job needs to be done. And I'm not suggesting that we that we go that route. My point is, do we take note of those strengths and those personalities and those abilities and say, hey, based on the fact that this is who you are, uh, this is what you know how to do, uh, these are the experiences that you have, let's plug you in here. Uh, I had an officer that, that I worked with for, oh, good grief, long, long time, and he had been... Uh, a lot officer for most of that. I, I want to say he was, he was up pretty close to 14, 15 years. And he'd been a lot officer. And he come to me as, as a warden. He came to me and he says, Hey, look, I'm burnt out. Uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm just, I'm just tired of working in a pod, working in a housing unit. And, and is there another task that maybe I can do temporarily just to get a break from what needs uh, get a break from the, 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 this <laughs> and, and think about and focus on something different. Well, it just so happened that our policies and procedures, they needed to be updated. And, uh, and so I asked him, I said, well, how do you feel about tackling this project? He said, yeah, I, I think so. And so, all right, here you go. We'll give it a month. We'll give it two months. We'll see how it's going. Come to find out this individual, good writer. Uh, good at, at research, uh, good at digging into and, and understanding uh, what needed to be put in these policies and procedures uh, to the point that it became a full-time position. But if that opportunity wasn't there, A, I probably would have lost that officer. B, the policy and procedure probably would not have gotten updated. If it had, it would not have done been done as well because somebody would have been rushing through it just to get it knocked out. And so that was an opportunity we had. Uh, to to plug somebody in in a way that met their skill sets and completed a task that we needed uh, to get done. And so do our officers, is this, is this environment, this cultural environment, is it conducive for them to utilize those strengths and to be who it is that they are? And then the last thing is, is the environment. Is it an environment that is, I'll use the term, free from predators. 
And what do I mean by predators? Well, by nature, uh, our agencies are prone to politics. No kidding, right? Uh, I'm sure you either said it or heard it said, you know, who you know is more important than what you know. And in an environment that is by nature political, tends to encourage people to cut others down to their perceived benefit. So I want to stand out because it's political. Well, the best way for me to stand out, I have two options. I can either A, be amazing and let my actions and my and my knowledge and, and my work ethic and all that stand out, or I can make you look lower and that automatically makes me look higher. And if that's permitted, if that's allowed, if or worse, if it's rewarded, then the environment in our agency or in our shift is going to be driven by drama and gossip and politics. So do we tolerate those things? Do we allow those that behavior to take place? Do we reward that kind of behavior? Is there a uh, is there merit? Is there benefit to having knowledge? Is there benefit to being fit for position? Is there benefit to being a person of character? Is there benefit to potential? <clears throat> Excuse me. If that's the case, then we're telling our officers, hey, strive to do better. Strive to be better. Strive to learn. Strive to grow. Strive to develop those strengths. Because if you do that, you'll move up. But if it all comes down to who you know, not what you know, um, it's going to be a mess. And some of you have worked and maybe are working in an environment where that is the case. And you know how frustrating that is, the, the drama, the gossip, the backstabbing, so forth and so on. As a supervisor, we decide whether or not our shift or whatever we're responsible for, we decide whether or not that's going to be tolerated. So is that environment, is it free from predators? And is it free, we'll say, from disease? Well, what diseases are there that uh, could be a risk? Well, the first is complacency. Now, it is a natural human reaction. Once a goal's been reached, it is a natural human reaction to relax. I mean, we set our goal. We made preparations. We worked to accomplish that goal, and we accomplished the goal. Check the box. We're done with it. Man, that is awesome. Whew. Let's relax a second. That's natural. That's normal. Uh, you know, we worked, we pushed, we sweat, we fought, so forth and so on. We made it. Now it's time. Take a break. Take it easy. Well, that needs to be short-lived <laughs> because if not, that's going to become addicting. And that's going to turn into laziness. And laziness, if not unchecked, turns to complacency. I'm, you know, I'm good. I mean, there's nothing major happening. Complacency cannot be permitted. Sure, you push, you work, all right, take a break. But let's get back to it. Complacency will gut our shift. And if complacency isn't checked, it's going to lead to apathy. And apathy is a whole lot worse because not only is are you not doing anything, you just don't care about anything either. Corners are going to be cut. 
documentation is going to be falsified. Things are going to be left undone. Uh, when I'm confronted by something, I'm going to distract. I'm going to divert. I'm going to lie about it. Apathy is terrifying on a shift. Because, again, not only is it not getting done, but nobody cares that it's not getting done. And if you happen to be one of the people on the shift that does care and the rest don't, holy cow, that's frustrating. And, and you're either going to be one off the shift or you're going to want to leave the career. So complacency, apathy, how about toxicity? Now, there are some people who seem to be, let's say, prone to excessive negativity. They're the Eeyore of the shift or the jail. Everything, the sky is always falling. Everything always stinks. Nothing's ever going right. Nothing's ever good enough. I mean, it's just always, always, always negative. And not only that, we work in a jail, which means that we're surrounded. Uh, we surround people with frustration, with failure, uh, despair. And that can lead to someone becoming very cynical and at times toxic. So as supervisors, we've got to be on guard for that. We've got to watch for signs of that. We've got to listen for signs of that. And when we find it, we need to address it. So how are we going to know if somebody is, is becoming toxic? Well, back to that gossip and that's back and that backbiting. Back to that constant negativity. Pull them aside. Talk to them about it. Are you frustrated? Are you discouraged? If so, why? What's going on? What can we do to address the situations that are causing you to feel is, is the fact you've been working this one post and, and I need to rotate you to another post. What is, what is it that is causing this issue? And is there something that I can do uh, to help you get through this time? And then the last disease uh, that I want to mention is defeat. And guys, I've only seen this a few times. But there comes a time at times where you can only fight so long without feeling like you're, you're winning or the chance to win is right there until defeat sets in. If I create an environment in which my officers never get to win, it's never good enough. Okay, yeah, you got that accomplishment. My goodness, did you see how you got there? That's ridiculous. You couldn't do better. That's the best you could do. If they never have the opportunity to win, or if I don't articulate for them how it is that they win, guys, this is what it needs to look like. When it looks like that, man, rock on, high five, good job. But if they never have the opportunity to win, that means they're constantly feeling defeated. And when they feel defeated, when they feel like there is no chance that this is ever going to get any better, there's no chance they're ever going to be able to win, sometimes that means they quit. Sometimes it takes the form of apathy. Sometimes they keep working, but it's empty, it's mindless, and it's robotic, if you will. They're just going through the motions. What is it they believe in? What goals are being met? Where is the victory? Help them find that victory. Well, guys, uh, 
when I started into this, I wasn't sure exactly uh, how many episodes it was going to take to get through it. Um, but I appreciate uh, you tuning in and checking out the podcast. As I said before, uh, I hope that this is informative. I hope this is encouraging and at the very least thought provoking. I hope that you were able to glean some things uh, that may help you if you're currently a supervisor or maybe you're thinking about moving into putting in for a supervisor position. You just want to be ready and have the tools you need, uh, whatever the case may be. But guys, the ultimate goal is as supervisors, I want my guys to be successful. When it comes my time to move up or move out, whichever happens, I want there to be somebody that's ready to take my spot because I made sure they had what they needed. Well, guys, again, good to be with you this week. Uh, Looking forward to being with you again, Lord willing, next week. But until then, stay sharp, stay safe, stay vigilant. Godspeed.